Hello, my fellow listeners. Welcome. Welcome to my world. My name is Amani, and you are now listening to the Bakery Tapes podcast. So sit back, relax, and chill, because we're about to have a chat. So on this episode, I am joined here by my beautiful, beloved, talented, smart, introspective, love of my life, my ride or die, my A1, day one, the Thelma to my Louise. Period. Period. My sister, Toby. Yo. What's up, dude? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) So, say hello to the listeners. Hey, hi. How you doing? (laughs) Bonjour. Whatever. Language. Yeah. Hi. Good afternoon, evening, Mm -hmm. morning, wherever Mm -hmm. you are, wherever you're listening. Hi. Yeah, so uh, we got a meaty topic for you guys today, and so I just had to bring her on to help me talk about it. Today we're going to be talking about displacency and us growing up living in a bit of an unstable way. Environment. Mm-hmm. As in like bouncing around from place to place. We moved a lot, but we weren't like military kids or anything like that. I ain't no army brat. Never that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Although I could have covered this topic on my own just fine, I thought it would make more sense to have you on here with me because this isn't just my story, it's yours too. And not only that, but I think you bring a really unique perspective on the whole situation in comparison to me because it's a life that you've only ever known for the most part right yeah so um this has been your living situation since you were two years old i don't think you had any memories of our old house before you were two right no not at all yeah and i was 10 when we started moving around so i have a decent six or seven years maybe more of memories living in a house and not having to deal with moving around too much so i wanted to bring you on here to talk about it we've had many conversations about this at many times but i just thought it might be interesting to talk about it on here and share some insight with others plus we can give a bit of extra perspective on how our narrative has molded us and molded our views on life today I feel like uh, I feel like it's a big part of why we are the way that we are too, and how we move forward in life from here. Like there's other things that's made us into who we are, but uh, I feel like this is one of the bigger ones that I really never sat back and thought about before. But when we used to talk about it to other people, or when I would talk about it to people they would be surprised that we moved so much and I never really saw it as a big deal. So, it was normal. Yeah, it was what we were used to. So yeah, we're gonna take you guys back and explain to you guys the whole thing first. Okay, so let's set this up. I was around 10 when we moved out of the last house we ever lived in to this day. You were almost three, I believe. Mm can't remember. Oh. Right. <laughs> yeah, I believe you were almost three. 
So from then on forward, we were bouncing around from apartment to apartment. We became pros at it. We were like modern day nomads. We only stayed in a place for a year, usually like two years. I think there was even one place that we actually stayed almost three years, which was presidential. Hmm. But yeah, for the most part, every year or two, we were on to the next. And living in California gets really expensive. And I know our parents wanted to do their best to stay in areas we didn't have to switch schools in. So that was one thing. Um, also, apartments could raise the lease two or three or even more times what we were paying. And so there would be nothing we could do about it and we would just have to move. But that wasn't always, but it wasn't always about like money. Sometimes we would move because the management was bad, or we had bad neighbors, or you know mm. we were in a bad location. There was a lot of times like that. Mm. Mm. Memories, right? Bringing them back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. It's crazy. But I mean, there was all kinds of things. Um, so much more. I, I really can't even remember them all. But anyways, you know that was just a little bit of like our background and like my perspective on it a little bit or just what I remember but I kind of want to know like you know what was your perspective of it all because you know I, I talk about mine but I really want to know yours and kind of you know compare and contrast <laughs> so of course like first place we moved out of like that was a house of course we already said I was like three can't remember did really squat about that mm-hmm. not even like little like slight memories I don't remember anything at all um I just always remember living in apartments uh making friends in apartments um I remember having my own room for a little bit in apartments and then there's a point where I that I just never had my own room we were always showing times there's like twice though twice yeah um, but it was always brief like you had it and then like yeah and then I just didn't have my own room and when I did have my own room I didn't really want my own room I was like super young oh at the time yeah yeah and I was too scared to be in my own room like I had a bigger room than me I didn't like it and then when I wanted my own room I just couldn't have my own room so um it was a lot of I mean it was craziness a lot of moving I mean thank god I didn't have to change schools a lot I mean when I was younger I knew Mm -hmm. I changed a lot of kindergartens and preschools you yeah you changed schools more than Um, I did but when I came around elementary school, I I knew that I innately did not want to move. And I feel like even if I did voice that, like, verbally, mm-hmm. of course my attitude definitely was like, I don't want to leave my friends. Right. I don't want to move anymore. I don't want to have to make new friends anymore. Right. Um, I was always good at making friends. I know mom did always say that, which is cool. Yeah, I can adapt. I can make friends. But um, I didn't want to. By elementary school, I was, I very much had my own mind and I was like, yeah, I don't want to move anymore. And the times that I thought I was going to move, it always did leave like a bittersweet, like, okay, well, if we have to, we have to. Right. But, um, because mom and dad made effort to always make sure we stayed in the same district, I got to go to some elementary school, middle school, and then some high school. Mm-hmm. And, um, even around high school, it got really crazy. It was me. crazy because you were like taking like many yeah. buses and yeah, from different like a different town just to come down to high school. And I was in extracurriculars with being in volleyball and getting onto the varsity team and being in theater, like all of that. Like 
I was not gonna leave. Like, there was no way I didn't care if I had to commute, like, super far. Yeah. Hours on end, and, like, get out of school at, like, 7 p.m., get home at, like, 10 p.m. Like, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, it was crazy around that time. Mm-hmm. I really felt I it. I that. Um, and uh, I was just really stubborn. Like, there's no way I'm leaving this school after all this fight I put in to stay. Yeah, you do so, what you have to do, which is what we're, like, used to, you know? Like, yeah. A lot of, I mean, I don't really talk about, like, oh, yeah, like, I move, like, here and there. Like, I thought it was normal. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you guys, like, the lease is up. They raise the lease. Move, right? Yeah. Like, exactly. I thought that was... No, it was just everybody. kind of like a matter of fact like we would always just be like oh okay like i guess you know yeah it's coming down to like the end of the lease and we all kind of like have a family talk or whatever and mm-hmm. mom and dad would just be like you know what like uh, i think we gotta we gotta go we gotta find another place because this one is too expensive or this and this and this issue is mm-hmm. is going on so yeah and like even the raising the lease prices like i didn't even like i just california's just like that like yeah, no rent California whatsoever. Is pretty expensive. So it's like it's, it's, it's a, a hopper. Lot. It's, it's a lot. lot. It's a lot. It's definitely a lot. Yeah. Musical chairs with apartments, basically. Yeah, we we basically like it. Like almost all of Magnolia in Riverside, we've probably lived in every single apartment at, at one point. Yeah. We even kind of like dabbled a little bit in Reno Valley. Like we we've been around. We've been around and uh but i mean hey it is what it is and it's so interesting because i wonder like if this is more normal than we think it is for people to just move around every year or two unless you were raised by like military parents i wonder if moving around is like a normal thing because when i would talk about it to my friends they would get so surprised and my friends like none of them for the most part none of them really moved around like we did so that's when I started to, to realize how like, uh, I guess this isn't really a common thing that people go through. And I guess we kind of have it tough, quote unquote, we have it tough a little bit. But yeah, I just feel like, you know, that's, that's really, that's part of the reason why I wanted to start this podcast. And not only that, but like do an episode specifically on this because it has really shifted the way that I look at life and my perspective on life. So some other reasons I wanted to like talk about for this as an episode early on was because of my current status in life right now. You know, um, COVID has kind of left us in a strange place in life and um, I feel like I'm kind of in this limbo place right now. I feel a little bit displaced, personally. Just great word for it. Yeah, personally speaking, I feel a little displaced. And I mean, you know, not completely because we're staying with mom, but mostly because my belongings aren't here, my things aren't here. My stuff is in California, in a storage. As much as, yes, like this is home with, you know, with our mom or whatever, like I I feel displaced in some kind of way. And, um... And I feel like that also has to do with the fact that, like, us coming here to be with her through all of this craziness going on wasn't supposed to be for a long time. We only intended this to be for a short period of time, and then things kind of just took off, you know? And, and that's what, where I'm trying to go with this. Life is, life is unpredictable. 
it's just doing its own thing and we're just having to go along with it and personally I'm also in this weird transitional place of my adulthood where I've got like one foot out the door and one foot still in and I'm kind of getting out there on my own but I'm not fully there yet because you know I still need my mommy and my daddy (laughs) to help me out a little bit here and there I think culture culture also plays a role culture does that's very very true I think our African culture plays a reason why yeah we're probably not because most right now yeah that's true that's actually very true i didn't even think i don't really think about it in that kind of way but that's very valid because a lot of um a lot of people or a lot of women a lot of like kids stay with their parents until they get married they could be you know but i mean i feel like a lot of them are also getting married pretty young i don't know yeah yeah in our culture like you'd have like a serious boyfriend by now yeah or they find you somebody right right (laughs) It's crazy. Not only that, but like the generational difference. Mm-hmm. I think older generations, by your age, they were out and about because they hated staying inside. Yeah. With our generation, with technology and us staying inside, anyways. Yeah, it's and with like, the current economy as well, that plays a huge economy. girl. That plays a huge, huge, um, you know, role role in in everything going on right now so it's kind of hard once you're 18 you out on your own out and about like people were able to do once upon a time right better can't be a chooser i'm trying to survive for real for real my parents got my back my parents got my back yeah yeah and that's what's been going on with me so you know i you know when i was trying to come up with what I was going to name this podcast, I originally thought I was going to do something with the word vagabond. So according to Google, vagabond is a person who wanders from place to place without a home or a job. And um, I thought to myself, hey, that kind of sounds like me these days. You know, like yeah. I, I kind of feel a little bit like that kind of that kind of rings true a little bit. So yeah. that's why I was kind of drawn to the word. But um, I think a vagabond has kind of this negative connotation to it, where people use it to describe someone negatively, like a tramp or a hobo. Yeah, I was seeing a lot of these type of words coming up for you know, like synonyms as for ba- for vagabond. Yeah, not tramp and hobo. Mm-hmm. More like both vagrant. Drifter, all of this stuff. Nomad. Yeah. All of those. Tramp and hobo has a negative connotation. Yeah. That's why it's shot. Gypsy, too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Not the slang and the synonyms. <laughs> yes, yes. So I think vagabond is, it also be like a slang word. But, um, you know, it just, I, I think it just basically means like a homeless person. And at the end of the day, like we're not homeless people. You know, we have a home here with mom. And if we were living with dad, there would be a home there too. Right. Homes with the people. Exactly, exactly. Because the place is always changing. Mm -hmm, Never mm -hmm. stability in that physical aspect, but emotional support with our parents, no matter where they are, we can be there too. Mm -hmm. Is what you have to hold on to at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. people are what makes your home, anyways, Mm -hmm. not the building. Exactly, exactly. Which is like the biggest point to make out of this whole conversation we're having. But um, yeah, so I kind of started to resonate with that word a little bit more than I felt like I should have because of my current status. I sort of, I sort of saw the word more like a wanderer 
or nomad. You know, something, something a little nicer. Even a drifter. I feel like that's more fitting than homeless. <laughs> Hobo. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, for the record, y'all, I'm going to school. I'm a full-time student, so I don't need to work right now. But because I'm a full-grown adult, I have accumulated some bills from time. And so I personally need money to keep, you know, keep the bills paid. And uh, yeah, that's kind of been uh, the struggle all season long. But, uh, you know, learning to save, budget, and having good credit really helps tremendously. So yeah, I just wanted to let people know out there that, you know, even though I'm looking at myself as like a vagabond, I'm not, you know. I ain't no deadbeat. Yeah, I'm not a deadbeat or something. I'm doing my work. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, anyways, so I saw the word vagabond more as like an adjective. And it basically just means to wander around without having a fixed home, like a nomad. And I say it all the time. Our family is kind of nomadic. You know, like we, I always say it somehow, like, we're nomads. Especially our parents. Like, yeah. before they had us, and especially dad. Do, you know, like, he's always talking about how um, it just seems like he's lived everywhere in America right. at some point. Every time we bring up a place, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I used to stay, I used to live there when I first came to this country. I stayed in there for, like, you know. Old man, you? Yeah, Excuse he's been me. everywhere. Our dad gets like, around, y'all. Our father, nowadays, he's a little bit, you know. You know, he has a lot of stories that he doesn't tell us, but, like, when he does tell us certain stories, I'm like, oh, like, now you were a traveler. Now you didn't stay in one place. Now you went he's to cool places. Been, he's, he was that like, before he had us, and he is still that after he had us, because that guy lives everywhere. He right. cannot stay in one place for too long. So this is bringing me to my point, because I feel like people think because we were moving from place to place every year or two, it was bad and it hinder us in some kind of way and I don't think it did necessarily it may have been sad at the moment especially when we didn't want to leave a place that we really liked living at but it was also really exciting and sometimes it was really good because we were leaving a place that we didn't like living at Um, but aside from the actual moving itself because lord knows I hate moving I hate in all caps, I hate moving day, and I will always hate moving day. No cap, no cap. Mm-hmm. Because that's why I, you know, I don't like having a lot of furniture because I know I'm going to be moving at some point again, and, you know, the furniture is just a lot. It gets, it gets ridiculous. So, like, aside from that, going from one place to another wasn't all that bad. Not only that, but we never went without. Our parents aren't negligent people. They were, they weren't unfit to care for us, and that was kind of another reason why we didn't really feel it. There was never really a case where we felt, I don't know, like unwanted, maybe or not. Because, well, you know, because, like, sometimes I feel like, you know, by saying, you know, we had an unstable living environment, that means that, like, there was a problem with, like, the parents, too, and that wasn't always the case. I never really, I feel like a lot of people think that, oh, like, we were starving or we're scrapping the bottom of the barrel or something like that, and 
Every yeah. day was sad and uh, like mm-hmm. I was just barely making it through. Yeah. Like, no, like I was happy. We had a happy childhood. Our parents made sure that we felt loved. They, and we were always you know, together. Like, we never yeah, were like, there's a very tight bond in our family. And mm-hmm. there's never time when I went without. And yeah. like, not only that, um, I could just see how hard my parents worked. And I just feel so grateful towards, yeah, towards them. You just want to be a part like, of the team. They tried, make yeah, they tried their hardest to make us happy in any way possible. Even they, if we were moving all the time. They did so. a lot. They did a lot. I would even say like we were actually like really like protected and super sheltered growing up too. Yeah, no, definitely. On the spectrum of whether or not we had like complete freedom or... Yeah. Because like for people parents. who kind of like Hashtag got around, yeah. but, you know, we got around a lot. Like we, we were not allowed to just go anywhere. Nah, nah, nah. Never that. Never that. <laughs> nah, I pushed, like, I mean, our parents are heavy on religion and you know... It was, we have strict parents. So yeah. it's like, with all of that, we, we were kept safe no matter what. Mm-hmm. And we were loved no matter what. So right. you never felt, I guess that, all of those things tied together help you not feel the heat of moving all the time. Yeah, yeah. It kind of takes away from like, it's not really a negative experience. Plus mm-hmm. it's kind of an adventure. Yeah. We're, um, what is it called? We are a kind of adventuring kind of thing. We like to go on road trips. I guess you could say we just had a lot of road trips, different apartments, mm-hmm. um, met a lot of different people, made a lot of different memories and experiences. All of those super dope. I don't think it's wholly negative. I don't think anything's wholly negative. Yeah. So, that's definitely how I feel about it, especially since it was most of my life. There was not something that I would look at it and be like, it's my Achilles heel, or it's what makes me the way I am in a negative way. No, there's a lot of positives to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I just wanted to say that real quick so that people don't really have that kind of thought about, you know, about us and our parents. And, you know, I feel like that's another positive thing I could say that the instability brought us is that we grew up to become very humble people where we don't put too much importance on material things because a lot of our stuff would come and go. We would have to downsize a lot or we would lose things because, you know, that's a common thing that happens when you move a lot. And so, yeah, we would lose things, we would break things, things would get ruined. And so we learned real fast that, like, we couldn't put much faith into our things sticking around. We were never really those people who would be like, quote unquote, like, oh, going back to our, like, quote unquote, childhood. You know, like, that was never, we had nothing like that. That was never us. And, you know, like, we're, we're owning our narrative. So this kind of leads me to my next point, which is kind of a sad one, but I think a very necessary one and another reason that really encouraged me to share our story. It had to do with this woman I was watching on YouTube. The video was an apartment tour video. You know, those are my kind of those are kind of like my favorite videos to watch right now on YouTube. Those, those ones and like room makeovers, like <laughs> yeah, like you know, like homemade HDTV style type stuff. You know, YouTube version is mm-hmm. a lot better. Yeah, yeah, they gave me a lot of insight. So this woman was doing a studio tour, actually. So she had a studio apartment, and she had like this cute little studio. 
Um, and before she did the tour, she took some time to sit down and talk about her living situation prior to getting her very first apartment. And she was 25. I only bring her age into this because it kind of gives you an, uh, like a perspective. It, it kind of puts it into perspective because, you know, she was around my age or she was my age at the time of making that video. So she talked about how unstable her life was growing up and got really emotional about it. And it really moved me because I understood where she was coming from. Now, her story was slightly similar to ours as well. I think it began when she was 10, but it ended a lot sooner when she was like in middle school, a lot sooner than ours did. Um, so her instability was shorter than ours, but her situation was a little more dire than ours because her house was burned down and she had like six other sisters, a mom and her dad that she was living with. So they moved into this one bedroom apartment at one point and then a couple years later, they moved into a new home and then that house burned down. Yeah. So, bring down our houses. Like, <laughs> why do I imagine like a little villain coming in every time? Just like, like life sadder. Like, yeah, just like this, disrupting like events? everything she has going on. Oh Jeez. my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Stop burning. Put the fire away. Jeez. <laughs> Put the matches down. Arson. <laughs> yeah. So they had to move into another place um, until her parents were able to fix that second house up. And then they moved back into that second house and then everything was cool. But she also stated how she didn't really feel bad growing up because it just was what it was. And she had, she was with her family and she never felt at loss. But she was never able, yeah, she was never able to like fully live on her own until she was 25. And that small studio apartment that she gave a tour of was her first like place of her own. And she was so proud and she felt so accomplished. I feel proud of her. <laughs> Honestly, like, do you know what I would give to have a studio apartment right now? Wow. Like, that's in amazing. Economy? In this economy. I mean, she was living, I think, in Maine. She oh. even said that, like, she used to live in California, but, like, California was too expensive. But, no, you know, like, nonetheless, like, she had her own place. So anyways, uh, apparently someone on Twitter talked about how they don't understand why people feel so accomplished when somebody gets an apartment, like, it doesn't matter. But to someone like her, it meant the world that she was able to get to that point. And I felt that so hard. I even cried a little listening to her story. It was, it was like, really unexpected. Uh, I don't even know what to, like, I don't even know what that feels like. You know, I still don't to this day. I haven't gotten to that point. And it's such a simple thing, but like, it would be so huge for someone like me to have my own space, whatever that is. It doesn't even really matter whether how big it is or you know how pretty it is. Like it doesn't like I don't care, you know. But like I don't even have that yet, you know. That day is coming. It's gonna come. <laughs> but anyways, uh, that might also be the reason why I'm also so into watching videos on YouTube. Like, you know, 
a girl can dream, right? <laughs> I'm just uh, gaining some interior decorating ideas. I love interior design as well. Um, okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. So remember when um, we were talking about this like a little while ago, but remember when I asked you, like, I wonder what type of people we're going to become? Like, whether we're going to be the type of people who... Once we get a place, we like never leave that place. Or are we going to become the type of people where we're always just going to be moving around because that's just what we're used to? Like, what do you think? Ooh, tough. I think that question and those two behaviors can manifest into our lives in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. I think physically, depending on whether... Mm. I feel like for me, I guess I can only speak on myself. Mm -hmm. I feel like feeling secure and stable is not going to come from, it's for the rest of my life, is never going to come from a place, a physical area. Right. I think it's going to come from people. Mm -hmm. I feel like in life, I've made it so my friends and family and people that I care about are my anchors not where I am mm -hmm. because nature happens to where I am fires happen to where I am robberies burns down things right. break that whole life is unexpected right. kind of um, thing maybe you never I can't know. pay it maybe whatever it is right. happens I and I can't put my soul or hopes into a material place anymore mm -hmm. personally it's too risky I think not only that it's manifested in the way where um I either make a point to only stick with a certain amount of people or never really keep anybody close. I feel like it also manifests in that way. But when it comes to the way I'm going to be in the future, I think I'm going to be the type of person that it could be either or. I definitely could be the type of person who, if financially staying in one place is dope and it's good for me, cool. But I think I might get bored staying in one place again. Right. Now, if we're talking about with family or let's say like another those are different factors that come into the picture but if I'm talking about just by myself mm -hmm. then yeah I don't know if staying in one place is going to be my thing right no that that's that's really that's really good because I kind of feel similarly to you I feel like stability is in a way it's such a high thing on my list of things I'm trying to obtain in life right now but at the same time I feel so divided because there's a part of me that wants to be able to just move around everywhere and not have to feel tied down to just one place. Like, I want to feel like I can get up and go somewhere whenever I want to, you know? Yeah. Just sticking with that nomadic life for the excitement of it. Mm -hmm. And that might just be because I'm young right now and I'm just trying to gather experiences and that's what's really important to me in the moment. Mm -hmm. I think... I think it's part of the reason why I don't even really know if I'll ever get to a place where I decide I want to buy a house. Because as I get older, I'm starting to realize that there's a lot to buying a house that I personally find very unappealing. And maybe I'll get more into that in another episode, but yeah, I don't know. It could also be because I'm just really young and I don't have any like really huge responsibilities in my life yet like raising a child like you said 
having a family, you know? I think maybe if I became a parent, my opinions on all of that would change as well too. And then that will be the time that I might actually seriously seek out full stability because, yeah, because I would have, it wouldn't just be me, it would be, you know, the life of others. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to put my Yeah. Which is interesting that you that we think like that because we're sitting here this whole time basically arguing and making the argument that like, oh, you know, stability, like unstableness was fine. It was actually a lot of fun, you know? And yeah. then we're over here like, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't put my kid through it though. <laughs> you know, it's a little, I don't know if I'm selfish for being like, the adventure that you get from it, like I'm about to rip that from your life. But like, I mean... Um, if that's the case, then I'll just get a really good job, buy a bunch of houses, and we can travel with each of those one by one at different times. Like, um, put a bunch of names in of our different manners in the house, mm. of houses in a little hat, and we can pull one, and we'll go there. <laughs> like, if that's... I if, mean, if you got the money. Right. Like, we can I don't make know anything I, happen. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to put my money into something like that. I feel like I'd rather just, you know, I'd rather just maybe if I was going to get a house that I would just rent it mm-hmm. because that still allows me to get up and go once the lease is over or whatever it would be. Right. I could just get up and go and then I could do something else. Basically like what we were doing, you yeah. know, but I decide on how long I would stay in one place or another. And right. I would make sure that like I had the funds to stay there. So that might be what it is, but I don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to buy a house yes. because there's just too many issues that come with a house that would be completely resting on my shoulder and it would come with issues because most houses do i just feel like owning a home is expensive too expensive to be worth it to me at this moment but you know who knows only time will tell right i have i will admit and say that i i have always liked the idea of even if we're like living in apartments having a like vacation home Oh, yeah, I like that, too. Like, I don't know if that's weird, but, like, I know I said I wouldn't purchase a house or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, a vacation home is cute. Like, a vacation home is definitely super cute. Like, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. So, that's a little bit odd. I think that's just more luxury. Yeah, that's like, a luxury oh, thing. I mean, have a like place I said to before. send my kids or have a place to have family from, like, our parents stay if they want to come visit. Right. Or, you know, we have family and... Nigeria and Kenya, like, if they want to come over, like, you know, you have a place to house them in. Right. That doesn't have to be my house mm-hmm. or my place, which might not be a house and apartment. Um, there are a lot of problems with apartments, though. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't know if I'd be a fan of living through those all the way through my adulthood and now with a. I mean, we know. We know other. very well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is. is freaking gas and or no gas or electric and then there's a lot water breaks and pipes and you sharing with everybody this everybody right you girl. know like this ain't just you sis. Mm-hmm. and you know living it's now we're gonna live upstairs downstairs bus. is there three stories now am i gonna um am i gonna live all the way up or all the way down or whatever it is you know yeah so it's, it's a struggle. They have pros and cons to both. There's pros and cons to both. But I think I'm I'm definitely gonna get into that a little bit deeper in a in a later podcast because that that's something that you know I'm getting I'm getting to an age. It's getting older. I'm getting older, and I don't know. I just feel like that's something that's starting to I'm starting to question and wonder if that's something I should really incorporate as a goal of mine. But you know, 
we'll talk about that a little later. Instincts are being awakened. Yes, yes. You know, I'm starting to think and care about uh, different things in my life that I we didn't really do before. Whatever. Yeah. But anyways, you know, we should probably start concluding this conversation because I feel like we've been talking for a long time. There's still a lot to be said, but I'm sure we made our points clear, you know. Growing up in an unstable living situation was tough at times, and there are probably many things we missed out on because of it, but it has done us more good than harm even in the moments that it sucked and we were sad. But in other moments, you know, it was exciting and it made us into humble people who don't put a great significance into material things. And overall, it made us stronger people because adversities in life make us stronger if it doesn't kill us. So, yeah, you know, if, you know, that was our struggle growing up, it could have been something else. If, if that wasn't our struggle growing up, it could have been something else. We could have had it worse. And also, uh, to be a little more real about it, if having an unstable living situation has hindered me or contributed to problems I deal with in my life today, I feel like I would have to seek a therapist to help me unpack and identify what that is because I really don't know and I wouldn't understand it at this point, you know? So, do you have any final words to say? Um, no, I think every every situation that can be seen as negative from somebody else can be seen as negative from somebody else. So, what you see negative can also be positive because everything in life has the light and dark sides, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, as long as you see it as a balance of the two, and you take from it what you will, then um, you're strong enough to get through it. And... Uh, learn from it and get positive things from it you know self-growth character development oh, how life works uh, absolutely and um no reasons to think anything mm-hmm. i think it did um did a lot of things for us right negative and positive mm-hmm. um but uh it was definitely uh, dope my life it's our life it's our it's our story it's our narr- narrative mm-hmm. and we're owning that i wouldn't trade it yeah i wouldn't trade it for anything else it? Yeah, it's made us who we are today. Exactly. And ultimately, like, if you're surrounded by loved ones and you're treated with care, then, you know, it doesn't matter where you're living because, you know, home is wherever I'm with you. (laughs) I feel like that was basically our family's, uh, our family's theme song. We would always sing that song, that line to each other whenever we were, like, in moments of, in moments of tougher times in life. Yeah, it mm-hmm. kind of kept us grounded. Around and the people you like. It kept us grounded and looking towards the bigger picture of life. So yeah, if you made it to this point, thank you so much for listening to us and hearing our story and our thoughts. Now I feel like you're kind of part of our family now because you got to know us a little bit more. Contract meetings. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, like, this was my first official meaty topic of the podcast, and I was able to do it with my sister, who I appreciate coming on here and getting all personal and candid with me about everything. Thanks, girl. (laughs) Pop collar. You already know. (laughs) Thank you. Deuces. Yeah, so, um, you guys can follow me on my socials to keep up with your girl, but other than that, stay safe out there, guys. Until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye!
Bye bye. Wear your masks. Stay safe. Please. <laughs> yes. We need to get back out there. I'm tired of being in lockdown. <laughs>